Episode 17 of the A-League Podcast. Is that good? We good? All right, cool. Um, fellas, what's going on, man? We had a week off. Settle in. Eat the food. Feeling good. Holiday season. <laughs> How y'all feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. What's up, <laughs> man? As always, as always, rested and refreshed. Um, almost New Year's. Almost New Year's. Yeah, buddy. All those... Uh, Goals people will be putting on their social medias, even though they will not follow through. You know who you are. <laughs> so stop. Don't even do it. Mm. But <clears throat> let's dive into some of our topics for today. We're going to talk about the Cowboys. We'll talk about the Hawks, Westbrook, J. Cole, and Christmas questions, which was brought up by Jeremy, which I think is a great question. And I can't wait to get to that. I got some issues there. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the Cowboys, man. The 10 and 1 Cowboys. 11-1, I'm sorry now. After Thursday night win against the, the Vikings, are you surprised? Is, is this any of us, like, hit you? Are we surprised? Like, are we waiting for this to go bad? It's going to go bad. We all know it's going to go bad eventually. Okay, okay. I think it's one of those things where we're so caught up. Number one, we're so caught up in it because it's the Cowboys. If it was any other team, because of the glitz and glamour of the Cowboys, you know, uh, AT&T Stadium, their heritage, cheerleaders, all the all the whole nine yards of the Cowboys. But I think, I think their recent history almost dictates that they're going to crash and burn. Like their recent history, like even if they win every single game, it's almost like, oh, when, how are they going to screw this up this time? Like it's like the Cubs before this year, like how are they going to screw it, it up? No, I'm, I'm waiting for – I don't – look, I want to give them a chance because I feel like it's like a new Cowboys regime. Maybe. I mean, I like Dak and, I, and, and Zeke, and I want to give them yeah. a fair shot. Like, I hated I hated on Romo, and I got to be you know, honest, I did. I hated on Romo. Witten was the most, you know, consistent player they had for years. But other than that, mm-hmm. I just was like – I wasn't buying it. But these two rookies, man, there's something about them that's giving this team a spark. I mean, that defense – it's like holding up, and it's and I feel like they're playing in inspired football just because of the offense, um, and I, and especially Doc, man. I just like his whole story there because like Doc, I don't know if you guys remember. I know Jeremy, you follow college football. Like he came out, and I remember LSU was calling after him, and he was only a third, three star or whatever. I think he was yeah. only offered by us and Mississippi State, if I'm not correct. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, just one of those under-the-radar quarterbacks who just worked his way, found the right system, but also worked his butt off. And the same thing goes for now. He got drafted in the fourth round. Yeah. And it kind of continues on. He's kind of just have this whole, like, underdog that I have to root for. Like, I can't help myself but to root for it. He plays within himself. That's That's been his that's key. True. That's been the thing that's been made that's made him so successful, uh-huh. even in college, you know. He's not, he's not the – he's athletic, but he's not the most athletic guy. But he – He's not, you know, the fastest quarterback. He doesn't have the strongest arm. He he doesn't necessarily make all the. Yeah. He doesn't drop back and drive the ball like like a, a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. But he just plays within himself, and he just has something that's you know that it factor that yeah. makes players want to play better for him. But you know, I'm not buying this Cowboys team. Man. It's it's, <laughs> it's really it's a flaw. It's a flawed football team if you really think about it in the playoffs. You know, you're not going to be able to hide your defense, which is essentially what they're doing right now. I mean, it almost bit them uh, Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. Right. Um, They got testy there. Yeah. Real testy And uh, a team like, honestly, 
their matchup nightmare right now would be the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, if you get in a game where you have to go up and down the field. I think that's a shootout. That's yeah, a shootout. Right. They can't win I that. totally agree with that. I think the Falcons' best chance against them is a shootout. I honestly, yeah. right now, I'm hoping things, as a Falcons fan, I'm hoping things stay like they are and the Falcons have to go out to Dallas, Dallas in the first round because – you know, if that's, if, if they, that's 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 winnable. You can't. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not going to Seattle and beating Seattle in round one. Yeah, no, not out there. But Dallas is known to flunk at home. Yeah, they they don't really have home field advantage. That's they a, never had. It's, that. A, it's a setup. Yeah, it waiting is, to it happen really for is, the Cowboys is, right now is. because they're a Florida football team. I think a team like that, uh, Detroit would have a shot against Detroit? them. Uh, Seattle just would kind of beat them up. I think so. that would over, be. A, oh yeah, they could. It'd they be could. a good game though. But yeah, over the game. course of the game, they'll beat them down. They'll beat them down. Yeah, so yeah, that, right. that that puts them what as the fourth best team in the NFC. Yeah. You really look at their team. Yeah, true. But you know they're on the roll right now, man, and it's all because of that young backfield they got. I gotta give it to them. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. like the the line is so dominant enough that, like you said, the time possession, uh, they're able to just kind of wear you down as the game goes. But that secondary is very weak, and it's just what team is finally going to be able to test that. I've looked at their schedule. I'm like, man, now looking back, is it as tough? Are we, are we overlooking, like, how not easy <laughs> that schedule really was? I mean, they had the Browns, Bengals. I think they're um, – they you know, lost to the Giants earlier. Giants looking really good. Now, to me, their most impressive win was probably the Steelers. The but Steelers. I was looking back on their schedule. Yeah, yeah. that's the most impressive. That was that was I had to give them credit. I was like, yo, that was a tough game to get through. Like, and a game Heinz they should field. have lost though. True. Mm-hmm. They should have lost that game. Yeah. yeah True. Yeah. I think the goal, honestly, now, since it is the Cowboys, you know, their goal every year is to win the Super Bowl because, you know, they're the Cowboys. You know, they're like the Yankees in Major League Baseball. If they don't win the, you know, if the Yankees don't win the World Series, it's a failure. If the Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl, it's a failure. True. But I feel like, honestly and truthfully, I feel like if you're a Cowboys fan and you're looking realistically at the season, I think the goal has to be the NFC Championship game. I think that the, I think that that's a realistic goal because what's the alternative? Another 8-8 eight eight season and another first round exit in the playoffs. So I really feel like if you're the if you're a Cowboys fan and you get to the NFC Championship game, I think you need to consider that a successful Successful season season, because that's something to build on with Dak and Zeke coming back right for next year. You know, going you know going into next year, then you can start to start to up those expectations as the years go on. Yeah, for sure, and and it's one of those things where I think Jerry needs to understand also. I mean, that whole talk with Romo and. And that there's like a whole new wave here. They just need to keep riding the wave here. Like there's oh, no yes. need to try to look past, look in the past. Like no, they have a whole new chemistry. And I really looking at even with, <clears throat> sorry, even with um, uh, Brian. It's just like I think he's even energized playing with these two guys. I mean, something about those two that are giving them just a whole new life there. And it's just like all right, they're capable of more. Like with Romo in the in the past, you just felt like there was a ceiling there. My my only problem I do have with this team is. Um, with Zeke and the number of carries he's getting. Yeah. He's getting a lot of carries. And it's like, what did they do with DeMarco? Um, it was the same thing. It was just like they ran him into the ground and they shipped him off. I, like, right. I know he's young. You know, Zeke is young, but at the same time, I don't know if he has the rookie wall yet. Has he hit that yet? I don't see it. But because he's able to get – he doesn't get touched to like five yards. And so, running backs typically have – 
you know, very short shelf lives in the exactly. NFL. Only exactly. about three, four years, which is why when we see, you know, what you know what Adrian Peterson was able to do, that's you know that was really remarkable. But yeah, like even, said, he, even he's falling apart. Even he's falling apart now. Yeah. After a while, you just can't you can't expect them to take that load, and eventually Jerry's gonna have to get another running back. I think but just to thing, like the, the split up is, the yards. They have talented backs behind them. They have Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris I, is a very good player. I was wondering what happened to him. What is he not doing to get on the field? I don't know, but he's a very good player. That's not seeing time in Dallas, and they gotta split up the yard. I mean, in some way, I don't know if he's maybe if he's not performing right in practice. I don't know what it is, but you right. can't run this dude into the ground. I think I think it's just kind of that thing where you know the guy he's it's just gonna keep Zeke's yeah. playing so yeah. well, man. Yeah. You can't not give him the ball. He's a he's a monster, man. And he can catch out of the backfield, so can, it's like yeah. he can do more than he's not just a you know handoff kind of running back. He can do a little bit of everything. So, no, no, that makes sense. It's just don't – and Jerry said himself, we're just going to keep feeding them, and Zeke wants them to, which is fine. He's a young dude. He don't – you know, he's like 22, 23. So, I get that. Feels like he's got but, something to prove. Yeah, he has yeah. something to prove. Yeah, especially. So, I, I don't – definitely see them scaling oh back his carries for next year, though. Like, next year, I could see them, you know, at the top of the draft, drafting another Somebody, back. You think so? Yeah. yeah I mean, t- well, t- and that also helps – well, Doc needs Zeke, I think, even more than – Zeke needs Doc. Yeah. Because I think, you know, it takes the pressure off of him. And, right. and all the, yeah, all, you know, he gets good looks. That play action pass there they have is it's pretty. Whenever he runs that, he did it in Minnesota like twice in big third downs. And I was like, it's there because of Zeke and the offensive line. So yeah. I think Doc, it helps protect Doc. They need to make sure they keep that running game strong. And they're going to even add some more wrinkles to that in the future. You know, you're going to get the read option and the, oh the, the read yeah. option. Uh, Pitch out to Colby's. Like there's so much that offense can become now that that you know you got that's a quarterback crazy. that can move and you got a running back that's a dominant threat like that. Yeah. So. They need. Do you, you think they need another receiver though? Like they another, definitely need a number two. Okay. Number two. Okay. Oh yeah. They need. They need somebody to free Terrence up. Terrence Williams is. Terrence My Williams is. He's pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as, he had like a year. I think maybe two years ago where he just looked more promising. Now he just looks burned out. Yeah. It looks like he doesn't know what he's doing and. Uh, and after, I mean, Brian can only do so much. I love Dez. I'm a huge Dez fan, but Dez is also gonna have his drops at some times. Dez sometimes he's gonna, you know, it's just it, it's inevitable with him at times. You know, I I love the I love the passion he plays with, but we got to be honest though. Um, he's not an always reliable number one, and there's no knock. It's just you know, like compared to Julio, compared to AJ Green, those guys to me are like reliable, reliable wide receiver, like number one options. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes, I don't know, Brian looks like he's, you know, sometimes he's interested, sometimes he doesn't. But he's always going to give you his effort, but it's just, yeah. And sometimes you want to have get, some you want to have some insurance, yeah. And like, sometimes he can get a little bit too emotional on the field, too. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm just yeah. waiting on him to kind of go off on one of these rookies. And, I mean, and they he haven't, loses they, it, yeah. They haven't really had that adversity yet this year. That's another thing that exactly. teams who win championships have some sort of adversity that they face yeah. without the season, throughout the season, and they can right. fail off. They find ways to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys have had a pretty easy, you know, magical season so far. And mm-hmm. Remember the Falcons team. did that? Remember the Falcons? Okay, remember the Falcons did that when we were just, I think we, I think that was, no, it was, was it last year? 6-0. and And it felt like we were just skimming by, though. Yeah. Each game. And it was like, we were all looking at each other like, this is not going to last. Like, over, eventually, we're going to slip off there. But it's like, mm-hmm. and it and it did. Like, we ended up slipping off. But it's like, you rather, I'd rather them lose a game or two than 
keep winning because it doesn't equal out the same. Like uh-huh. winning a close game or winning a stroke, like those, it doesn't because you need to feel that loss so you can actually re- like adjust to like make some adjustments there because the playoff time is it's not going to be the same like we were talking about. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just not. The game's just, it's totally different. Right now, I mean, you know, with the Falcons having four losses right now, you know, honestly, I would if the playoffs started today, that would be the NFC favorite for me. Like that, that would what? be the team, that, the Falcons. Not without secondary. Think we still? I mean, I think the defense has grown so much that they are coming along. They have, they have got. They're two times better than what they were when the season started. Even though you know, True Friends hurt. Jalen Collins is going to be just as good. Play well. He's yeah. No, no. I I got yeah. some. And and from last year, I think I have a lot more confidence in him this year. Uh, I think Jalen can make some plays. It's just them like getting more turnovers. Like that's the bit. We got to turn the ball over somewhere. And if we face the Cowboys, the thing about them is they're top. I forgot it was top five or so, and just. Fewest turnovers. So the yeah. Cowboys, they're not giving the ball up. So if we play them, it's just going to – and then they're not giving up because they can run the ball down your throat. But and then for us – That attacks the Falcons' strength. The Falcons are one of the best runs defense, defense teams in the, in the mm-hmm. league. So we don't have to worry about, you know, them going out there and throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game. Yeah, that's, that's not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's why not, I'm saying yeah, they're yeah. a matchup nightmare for the Cowboys right now because, for, first of all, they go deep. They can throw the ball. The Falcons can run the ball. Yet the Cowboys can't score with them. Yep. But the only thing they do that would well, threaten we the say, Falcons is run the ball, and that's the thing the Falcons stop is the run. run. Well, do you think? Okay, but that was a similar matchup we saw with the Steelers because even the Steelers, that was I guess for their whole season that was their biggest shootout there they had there yeah. with the Steelers, and it was the Steelers have a good rushing defense but terrible pass, a you know terrible pass defense. So it's kind of similar with Atlanta. I mean I think they made adjustments there for them to get the win. I mean whatever way it happened they were able to, but. So it would be the same thing with, I think, Atlanta as well. I mean, um, with with Julio, the, the advantage he has, and, and Sanu, I get that. Like, Matt, starting off the game, needs to start off with, with some type of cushion because we know how we can fade off late. <laughs> you know we can fade late. So with the Cow- But the thing about the Cowboys is, for some reason, they come on stronger as the game goes. Like, the Steelers game, they came on stronger towards, you know, they started off okay, but they came on stronger towards the third and fourth. And... They play to the end. That's the thing about the Cowboys. I got to give them credit. They play to the end. Yeah. And the Vikings game, they could have gave up in the second quarter or so, but they didn't. And I was like, okay, well, these kids, don't they don't go away easy, man. So mm-hmm. the thing about the Falcons is we go away easy a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we fade. And oh, that's no. my worry. And that's you know, we've been we've cried, we've cried a lot. Yeah. We've cried a lot with the <laughs> Falcons. That, old, that we have. That we have. <laughs> but I feel like games like what the Cowboys experience against the, you know, experience against the Vikings, that is what they're going to have to be up against. Those types playoffs, of games where yeah. they go up and against the playoffs. Yeah. And remember, D- Dak's a rookie. Yep. So, you know, he, you know, he's eventually just now, he's going to eventually lights get too bright. Yeah, yeah. Eventually Thank they you. get bright. Thank you. So, is that what we're waiting on? Is this Doc to Look like a deer in the headlights. Just oh, I'm my not God. even saying hit him. He looks too poised right now. Honestly, I think their coach Garrett will freeze up because <laughs> Jason Garrett, man, he's okay. He, I'm not sure how he still has his job, but he's one of those coaches that just I don't just I, the playoffs scare him. It does. I forget he's there a lot of times anyway. But I feel like the Cowboys are just on their own. They're yeah. just coaching themselves. <laughs> They're calling their own plays because I don't ever see him make. I mean, post games. Come on, Jerry Jones is answering question post game. It's not even him. Jerry the Jones. Playoffs. I don't know what Garrett's good at. What is he actually good? at? He's supposed to be offensive genius, but I, he was a great offensive coordinator. I remember that. He got paid a lot. Yeah, the playoffs scored. The playoffs scared the Cowboys in general because they always knew that they were going to get bounced. Yes. Yeah. We, okay, when they so had think, Romo. You think now? What you think? Now, 
are they? You think they're that's still there, or that's just yeah. gonna, that's what I'm thinking. It's, it's a like, flawed football team to start with. Okay. So yeah. eventually, that in the playoff, that catches up with you. There is no running from your flaws, that. not yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. That's and so not true. with a rookie, and not still with a rookie quarterback. Even as one as good as good as Dak has been, even with a rookie quarterback, yeah. usually experienced teams are usually the ones that win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's no rookie quarterback. No rookie quarterbacks winning a Super Bowl. That's never gonna happen. I that was gonna be my next. I thing. Mean, I was gonna say my next question was: Can a rookie actually do this? Can he? He's protected by the best offensive line, and he—I mean, one of the best offenses in the league. Can he get past? And look, if he gets to the NFC Championship, like we said, to him that's a huge win. I mean, for a rookie, for them to get that far, it's huge. But I, like you said, I don't know if Dallas Cowboy, all the the fans are going to accept that that is actually a success. They won a Super Bowl right now. They're saying the NFC is weak this year. That, that's what they're thinking because you saw what Arizona's going through. Mm-hmm. Carolina looks terrible. Our division is top heavy. They only have a Seattle, really. Mm-hmm. So it's like they feel like, all right, that's a straight shot. We Detroit can get- is dangerous. You know, Detroit what? is a team that nobody's watching. You, they don't. They're not on TV a lot. I don't they're, see them. They're a team. They're a team that yeah. in the playoffs that could be the team that just kind of shakes up, up on them. They just they're just gonna be there, and yeah. nobody's gonna be like, "What? Where did Detroit come from?" Yeah, and they had the least pressure, like you're saying. Yeah, they don't have anything to lose. Right. They, I mean, they're not <laughs> right. really supposed to be this good. Nobody. Everybody. When Calvin Johnson left, there, you know. They thought Matthew Stafford would take a step back. He's yeah, playing like an MVP candidate this he year. He is playing. No, he's playing great. And mm. with no type of media attention, really. Well, yeah. I mean, it's some, but it's not as much as you would think. But, I don't know. We'll see how the Cowboys finish out. I'm waiting for the demise. It's just what they do, <laughs> man. Like, just fall apart so we can all laugh. Anyway, let's Speaking get into the next demise. one. Yes. Uh-huh. Dun, My dun, gosh. Dun. Can we talk about the Atlanta Falcons? Oh, the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sorry. I Please wish, I wish the Hawks don't miss playing like in the, the same. Falcons. Don't don't. They're not even in the same breath. Anymore. I apologize, sir. <laughs> that, they, the Falcons could teach the Hawks something right now, and that's uh, they have star players. How to win? <laughs> that's that's how to win a game. Speaking of star players, Score what about more? your boy Sap? Oh boy. Oh, Trill Sap, baby. He was out last night. He was out. He didn't play last night. He was hurt. He played this year? He played this year. He has. You know what? You're so disrespectful to him. <laughs> that guy has done a lot for this organization. Or you're going to respect Put him. Put us in the middle of the street. Look what Millsap. Look, 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 look. Let me tell you something. So, the Hawks have lost five straight in a row, if people don't know. And there were a lot of – they started off 9-2. and two. And expectations were huge this season. We thought, you know, they, they used the C word. They talked about championship for the first time ever and got all of us Hawks fans hype. For Hawks the, fans, Jeremy told you what was going to happen. And Jeremy was that guy to just rain on the parade. He did constantly hit us up and say, don't get too hype. And he was he's looking right because we're 10 and 10 right now, and we're in the ninth seat. We're not even, a, we're not even in the playoffs right now. Um, yes. Watching them is awful. Watching them is – yesterday's game was literally laughable. We were just – at all at the fact that they did not want to show up and they have not shown up in some time now. Brutal. Um, not brutal. Brutal. Take Say it again. Brutal. Three syllables, not two. I'm sick of this, man. I'm, I'm really disgusted by watching these dudes. It is, they look so out of sync. They look so tired. They look like their offense looks like it's, ages behind like everybody's caught up to it nobody's phased by it mm-hmm. um there's no communication we saw there's a number of plays yesterday's game versus detroit they look whack they mm-hmm. do like they don't know where they're supposed to be at mm-hmm. um for some reason i need to let it go but i know that everybody deserves blame but i i have i have issue with dennis but um 
And mainly just because there's like no presence. There's no leadership at all. Like I was texting David about this yesterday. When you watch them, I don't see anybody take a commanding stance and say, hold on, we're going to stop whatever run the other team is making. Whatever's going on, I'm going to like, hold on, we're going to group up, we're going to get together. And you we're know gonna why keep, here? And nobody's doing it because, and you, I know what you're going to say, and you're right. And I hate saying that you're right because it hurts. You, you know, like, go ahead, man. Just, you know why here? Because there is nobody on that team that has the skill level to just make them stop. Yeah, it's true. Nobody can say, they can say it. Oh, we're gonna stop this team. We're gonna. They're gonna say in that in that voice too. Yeah. Nobody yells on this team. No, nobody we're, yells. I know. I, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go out here. And we're gonna make this oh, play right now. Give me the ball and get out of there. There's nobody on the team with that kind of skill level. That's, that's where the flaw has been since Booten Hover got there. End of story. You think? Uh, and, and what needs to happen now? Does there need to be a lineup change? The um, there needs to be a, a trade mass exodus. Oh God! There needs to be a it. culture change. That's oh what it needs God. to be. We have the, the, the <laughs> <laughs> there's too many contracts guaranteed, man. We can't just well, hey, that's whose fault? That's them. No, no, that's Budenholzer and them fault. But okay, so what do they need to do to to, to get a spark going? Because these dudes look dead. Trades, Detroit was peoples. out there just laughing around and just getting. They shot almost sixty percent from three yesterday. I think they joke. did. Yeah, <laughs> teams were, are looking forward to playing the Atlanta they, Hawks now. They're a joke. Than before, we used to break down defenses with our offense and kill you all. Teams are looking at the Atlanta now they Hawks. Don't care. Yeah. Teams are looking at the Atlanta Hawks in the schedule and they're like, win. Yeah. W. Yeah. I mean, it's a joke. I mean. When people were saying that this was a championship team, it was funny to me. This is this is just a joke. This is a joke. Okay, we started off nine and two. I didn't believe we that. Yes, right. I didn't believe that either. It still was a joke. We started off nine and two. Just though. think. I want you to think about this team. I want you to pick just nine players. Okay, I'm going to give you nine comparisons. I'm going to give you five comparisons for our, the Hawks starting lineup right now. You got Dennis Schroeder. Okay, Michael Conley. Ish, maybe. Mm, I don't even know that. I wouldn't even say that. Yeah. Ish. I'm being, I'm being nice. Ish was uh, killing him yesterday. That's who was killing him. Exactly. Ish Smith. Um, then you got, you know, at our at you know, at t- at the two, you got uh Kemp. Who's at the two? Uh is it No, Kyle? no, no, no. You got Corver and then you got Kemp. Okay. Corver. You got Millsap and you got Howard. Okay, so with Sorry about that. I was I don't even really know who to compare him to. Kent or what? Uh Corver. Um he is not he's not one of those shooters who's doing well towards the end of his career. He can't create He's not a, a Ray shot. Allen. No, no, we know that. He's never and been then, able to yeah. Kent Bazemore is essentially Tony Allen, but he's playing the small for it. Right? <laughs> Tony Allen. You a wallet. No, no, no. He's not Tony Allen. And then Paul Millsap, is, <laughs> he's he's a decent player, but he's just. I know that's right. I don't have a problem there. <laughs> and then Dwight. Paul plays hard every night, though, and you can't say you can't say that. Even though it might, sometimes he might look like he's just not there, he plays hard every night. I play hard in the rec center. Oh, you do? How many points you average in the rec? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. And we ain't winning championships. We not. Look, look. Whoa. They're ten and ten right now. They're in the ninth spot. They are. Um, there's just a lack of and the, and the bench as Found well. It. I talked about that. We were talking about that yesterday. And the bench was actually, if you watch the the first ten games or so, the bench was saving them in a, in some of those big games when they were coming in, actually right. giving them a lead. Tim Hardaway and Muscala were playing really good. Muscala's playing well, like really well. Don't don't let the starting unit like get you. Like blinded by what's actually going on with the bench. The bench players are actually playing pretty well, but they can't win all these games. Like yeah. they can't cover the starting units just playing terrible. And Culver was saying that yesterday. It's just like these guys, like especially Dennis and Dwight, he, he believes they're really like they're still learning each other. Meaning they're not on the same page all the time. 
And their pick and rolls ain't working like we thought. Everybody was like, oh, CP and, and De- DeAndre or whatever. You know, it, that ain't happening. Like, they are not. They don't even know what's going on out there. There's Dennis, you know, he just has no feel for where Dwight's going to be. Dwight has no feel what Dennis is going to do. They're kind of just guessing. Like, yesterday I saw Dennis call for a pick. At a time, Dwight wasn't even, like, had his back turned to him. Like, he didn't think even Dennis was trying to do a pick and roll at that moment. And then he had to yell for Dwight to come pick him. Like, they didn't even know... It's, it's so much confusion out there watching. I'm like, these dudes, are they practicing? Like, what are they doing in Atlanta? I know Atlanta got a lot of distractions, but they need to get to the practice court because it seems like they just don't know what they're doing. And for a Budenholzer team, that's that's a shame. Yeah, they look really – they just look bad right now. And it's not even an excuse of it being early anymore. It's, it's 20 games in the season. Now. All the players right. keep saying that. All the players yesterday were saying that it's we have a lot of games to play, which is true, you do. But um, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the Golden State Warriors and the Spurs and the Cavaliers play because they look like they're, you know, they, they're, they're not what no. they want to be, but no. they mm-hmm. look like a basketball team. The Spurs are, what, 16-3, and three, and, I, and Ginobili said two days ago, we're not we're not playing well right now. That is a championship mentality. That's a championship type team. You're that's winning. Culture. You're still, yeah, that's culture. You're still winning games, but you still know that there's a way. Look, when the playoffs come, there's a certain type of basketball you have to be ready to play, and they know that. We don't know that. They don't right. even know how to play yeah. regular season basketball. Yeah, yet. we don't. <laughs> they don't know that yet. And I'm just like, okay, well, just stop mentioning a C word. Let's just leave the C word alone. Don't say anything to Hawks fans because people were booing like hell yesterday, man. It was a lot of booze coming in. It was towards even the second quarter. It was already a blowout by the second quarter. Man. Call, what was it? Caldwell Pope, he had 15 points in the first quarter alone, and he was just lighting us up. And he getting any three-point shot he want. They were just cruising. I swear it was one of the most easygoing games I've ever seen an opponent have versus the Hawks, like in Phillips Arena. It was just very easygoing for Detroit. They were just – and Schroeder, like I said, he couldn't stay in front of Ish Smith. I don't know what the hell Schroeder's doing defense. He ain't playing defense no more. Mm-hmm. So it's like – what. I mean, the Golden State game, he played well. Maybe um, he's maybe he's just kind of chilling because he got that money, you know. You know people game. are saying that about Kent, and Kent's played really bad, man. Like it's, he started like, off struggling this season, and then now he's kind of like he's not getting because Kent. The thing about him is, and we always say this about him: if he's not shooting a three, or if he's not um, slashing to the basket as either a cutter or whatever, then he's kind of pretty much. Because he can't create on his own, so what are you going to do? But you then know? you have an entire starting unit of those kind of guys. Guys, mm-hmm. very dependent on everybody. Yeah, you're, They're all depending on somebody else. They're and all, these cool. are not exactly the bad boy Pistons that they lost to. <laughs> these are not exactly even the Larry Brown coached Pistons circa 2004 with Sheed, Big Ben, oh Chauncey, boy, nah. and Rip. Nope. This is at most a seven-seed team. Yeah. At their ceiling, yeah. they're a seven-seed. Yeah, yeah. Embarrassing. Drummond Drummond was just bodying Dwight all night long. And Dwight couldn't do anything about it and just killing him. So, I mean, 10 and 10, uh, the East is so up and down and it's kind of early that not really. (laughs) So, the East is so up and down, they have a chance to, you know, they can reel off some wins there and get back. I don't want them to make the playoffs. I I don't want to see. I don't want to. Anybody to drive. Who you want? I know you want to get. The man Jackson from Kansas, that would be great. I don't want another year just to go to the playoffs just and to lose. get swept, man. Yeah. Like that, that hurts more than yeah. at least having a chance in the top ten in the draft. The password we, is anticlimactic because it's almost like we know what's going to happen yeah, in the yeah. at the end. Yeah. I'm tired of that, man. I don't want to. I don't want to watch my team get beat every year in the playoffs. Dog, that was we wanted that when that was going on with Joe. I felt that way when Joe Johnson and. Uh, 
<clears throat> Jamal Crawford and all that whole little Josh Smith, that little unit we had, we kept making the, the playoffs and only getting bounced out in the first round. They were fun to watch, though. They were fun to watch, but that's how I felt then. I knew we it was inevitable that we were going to lose. And I was just like, can we just not go to the playoffs so we can get some picks? And they kept, you know, obviously they're not going to tank. But I felt the same way about that team. I don't know if I feel the same way about this team yet. But it's looking – I know it's look. It's starting to feel like it because the way they started kind of fooled me. I got – you know, I had to actually look at the numbers and say, all right, maybe they're not as good as we think they are. They still have the best defense in the league. Yeah. Stat-wise. They have the mm-hmm. best defense in the league, which makes no sense, but they can't score for I think, anything. I think, that's that a, defense I, think that's Detroit. A, I think that's a Bud thing. The defense. I think you put he's you a, put Bud system with any group of players that they'll play. He's defense. a good he's a good defensive coach, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. I think he was pretty much Pop's defensive coordinator yeah. there. Yeah. So I I mean that's coming over here, but it's the offense now is just I don't know, man. They have there's just not one guy that's out there that can just say stop the bleeding and let's just you know. Hey, what? a cousin of mine, uh, you know, he uh he's a big Hawks fan. He uh he's been throwing around this trade idea for a while. Oh, Tell boy. me guys what you guys think. Okay, you let's know. get it. Let's get it. It would seem crazy now because the guy I'm about to mention has you know just blown up since my cousin first mentioned the trade. But he at the beginning of the season he said you know uh, we should. The Hawks should trade Paul Millsap to Minnesota because they need a veteran. They they're they're lacking that one veteran presence, and they've got a lot of young guys, and they're close to being a team that can make the playoffs, but not. I mean, not now, but trading Paul Millsap to Minnesota for Zach Levine and a draft pick that gives the Hawks that one guy that could score and to build around in the future. You know, while getting something for Millsap before he leaves in a year anyway. And making the Hawks a little more Zach, athletic. Though, you want Zach and a draft pick. Um, See, before Zach the, is, before the I'm year, not touching right. Zach. I, I don't want to touch Zach yet just because I don't know. We still don't know what Wiggins and him, they have their their games, their flashes, where it's like, okay, you see the potential, but especially when they play. It seems like when they play the Warriors, they really play hard. I don't know what it is about the Warriors and them. But other than that, mm-hmm. like, I don't – to give to give up that for He's Zach. He's averaging 19 points, man. He – I mean, Zach has a lot of potential there. Zach is very athletic. He's something we don't have at all, which is athleticism and just some type of some type of um, potential. Some type of potential there where it's like the ceiling is high. I get that. Ken is Kent might have the highest potential out of the, the starting unit when it just comes to even maybe a little. I don't know. Schroeder, my, Schroeder and Ken are there, but Zach is above both of them. Um, the crazy but thing I wouldn't is- do it. I wouldn't do it, man, just because. That's not. I don't think that's still not enough to get you to. I mean, if they want to, Zach's no. not going to be enough to get. But you talking about just to rebuild? Yeah, it's, or just it, to, it's just to reset the start the rebuild. Because if you think about it, Paul Millsap's averaging what 16, 17 yeah, points, and that's that's about. a career year for him. It is. Zach Levine's averaging nineteen, and he's just scratching the surface of what he could be. I just think, but see, it doesn't help our point guard issue either. Though I still think we need a. I'm not. I'm not getting on sh- on shorter, but it's like I feel like we just need another guard. Well, then you trade for well Rubio. Rubio? Oh, stop it! No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that, that was a joke. When I hear that name, Rubio, I'm just like, what is going on? Yo, Rashad's in the village. Yay, yay! What's up? Yo, Rashad's here, y'all. He got his car fixed up. He's brand new. He's chilling. We're talking about uh, the Hawks right now. So oh. go go in. He's talking about trading. Uh. Trading Paul Millsap for Zach Levine um, and a draft pick. That's what he wants to do to actually start rebuilding process. What do you think about that? 
Because I don't, I don't, I don't, know, really what, I don't know what Zach Levine is actually going to do for the team. I mean, it's not about That's making the team said. better. That's what I just said. That's what I was saying. Yeah. It's not about making the team better. It's about re re-energizing first of all the fan Getting base younger. I knew you were going to say that the fans would definitely want to come see Zach and, and re-energizing the rebuild like I mean you don't have anybody like right now you look at this team who do you say okay that's my bell cow that's a guy I want to in three years that's a guy I want to be the face of the team of course and Dwight. they got to get younger Dwight. too <laughs> and nah, they got to get trade him too I don't see and uh, well if you wanted Rashad to talk about maybe are you frustrated seeing the Hawks have the way they're playing because we uh, yeah I mean I'm frustrated <laughs> obviously we just lost by thirty to the Pistons the Jazz and the Pelicans uh, like those uh, three teams are three guaranteed wins and and we lost all three by thirty so I mean yeah it's definitely frustrating for me um, but. I mean, we knew there were going to be highs. We knew there were going to be lows coming into the season, just the way the team was constructed. And but uh, the lows are really low. Yeah, and yeah. They're, they're not the lows we're used to seeing. Um, what I think the Hawks should do moving forward to uh, get get back on track, get back on road. Shout out to Gucci. Um, have less Gucci nights because <laughs> Gucci <laughs> nights obviously do not work for us. Um, I enjoyed myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed myself. We enjoyed ourselves. The, the Hawks didn't enjoy <laughs> yeah, themselves. The Hawks didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think, honestly, uh, we need a score. We need a score, man. Him to Zach Levine. How many years have I we mean, been saying that? I mean, is Zach crazy. Levine really a score? Yeah. Is he, like, a real – like, if, if, thing, I, if I'm, like, I need to – On the losing team, I'll, I'll put the ball in your hands. Like, are you going to give me this bucket? I can't trust anyone from Minnesota, that's to what be I was honest. Just, that's what I was saying. I just don't know if, if – he's saying rebuilding-wise it works, but I was saying – if you're trying to actually move forward and, and make some progress, I don't know exactly because I sometimes look some nights him and Wiggins are on, some nights it's like eh, they're just not there. And I mean, Cat is still the guy for that team. I mean, he's he's the best player by far, which you yeah. can't compare him to him. But still, I don't know if I trust Zach yet. I need to see. I just need to see more out of them. Some every, more big games. I haven't seen any big games. I mean, they haven't made the playoffs yet. Everybody in year. the East is waiting for the following news to break sometime in the next four to five years when LeBron James retires. It's, it's yeah. not about chasing the championship in the next couple of years. It's about the future. Yeah. Exactly. They're not beating They're not beating LeBron, LeBron. James. They, they can. I, With no, whom? Nobody say anything. I'll, I'll that, say needs that, right now. that needs I, a moment of silence. That needs a moment of silence. Stop it. Stop it. I'm saying that this Hawks team, although they're struggling right now, I think they're one of the dark horses in the East that can beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. That can beat the oh, first Dwight's the only one that's beating – the first pick in the draft. He's, he's, the, the, only one that's he's the only one that's beating LeBron in the East. Yeah, he's the only one. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. After <laughs> every, I'm, LeBron, Dwight Howard is the only one that has proven he can beat LeBron James in the East. He is. But he's only played in what, twice? Yeah. What, in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. LeBron beat him once and he beat LeBron once. I, I, mean, I don't know. I how, don't many, know. how many times is a dead clock right? Is it <laughs> about five times a day? But I mean, but if, if you only if you only see, <laughs> I mean, if you only see LeBron once, and then you beat him in the Eastern Conference Finals, that was before LeBron is LeBron who he is now. That was before LeBron was the killer that he is now. That was before LeBron can single handedly win well, a championship Le- Le- LeBron, by himself. LeBron hit a game winner in that series at the buzzer, and then he disappeared. And we didn't he see didn't him for disappear. two years. I yeah. wouldn't say he disappeared. Well, he didn't. He wasn't he, he, LeBron. He, 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 he showed up in that series. That. He showed up in that he series. He averaged almost a triple-double. It was actually like the, the best Cleveland team he had, he probably had, 9 Still uh, wasn't with, enough. With uh, Mo Williams and uh, that, Delonte, Galskis, Delonte. Don't forget Booby. Uh, Antoine Jameson, Booby. Booby, I'm sorry. Yeah, Booby. Don't forget Booby. Put some respect on his name. My bad, Boob. 
But yeah, like I, I, I think that was the best team they had in 2009, and you know Dwight Howard beat him. And Dwight and then, Howard, and, and Dwight Howard, well, he, and then Dwight Howard came to the East, and Dwight Howard beat him. First, gave him the first loss. The, the Hawks, don't forget, the Hawks still started nine and two this year. It, the Hawks still beat Cleveland at Cleveland, and they beat Chicago at home. So, and, and they, they, they lost them, and they by the thirty to the Pelicans, basically. They did. They yeah, did. yeah. The loss is always a good to like ring louder than the wins. You just don't, True. you don't care about what the wins were. You just those losses, losses are really bad, especially when they are not brutal but brutal losses. They been, cancel doing, out the wins. He's been doing that right, brutal, right. brutal. And we, we also took we also took Golden State to the to the last second. That's so. what I'm saying. Yeah, that was a good game. So did Minnesota. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota beat him. Remember that they beat them in overtime at so, home. Yeah. That was last year, right? Yeah, they got two yeah, home losses. It was uh, Minnesota and uh, Boston. Two random games. I knew it was going to be that. <sighs> well, look, that's the Hawks, man. We'll see what what they're up to uh, later. They got like a couple games coming up this week. I think four or five. Uh, they need to get some wins going, man. But anyway, let's get to Westbrook. Russ, did you guys lose this game or did the Jazz win this one? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. Russell Westbrook, man. Are, is anybody as amazed as I am about this guy, This the, the GOAT, the baby Jordan? I was told not to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I'm just, this dude is on another level. And I've had an argument with somebody, and they know who they are, who was saying that he's doing this triple-double stuff in spite of his teammates. He's trying to prove a point. He doesn't care about wins. Uh, that was a friend of mine. And also, I heard Skip Bayless, crazy self, say the same thing, that he doesn't think he's actually genuinely doing it for wins. He just wants to get his stats and win MVP. What do y'all think about that? Because I think it's absurd to try to say that a player is doing all of that in spite of his teammates. Yeah, when we've he's been – first of all, he's, kept, he's done it. He did it. Two years ago when, when KD was out, if y'all remember that whole run he had when he went on that triple-double run, doing it so he can make the playoffs, and they just fell a game short. So I don't think the dude is trying to prove any point that we all know what he's capable of. He just This is what he's capable of doing. He's an all-around player. I think um, it's the opposite, honestly. What? I think he wants, think he wants to win so much that he, he's willing to do everything. <laughs> like Most point guards aren't willing to go down and bang with big men to get rebounds. He's snagging on people's heads, man. Like, big dudes. He's going down there, like you said, and just snagging. And nobody, he's doing anything. Nobody plays as hard as Russell Westbrook, man. Nope. Nobody. Nope. Nope. Nobody. Plays We've all had that feeling that Russell Westbrook, even when KD was in OKC, we all had that feeling that Russell Westbrook wanted to lead his own team. Kobe. He's that, the alpha dog. Exactly. Yeah, he exactly. wanted to do his own team. That's why there was all that talk about, oh, is, oh, is Russ going to go to L.A.? Is he going to go to L.A.? Now he's got his own team, and we know exactly what he can do doing and what way. he is doing with his own team. Yeah. yeah, for sure. He's doing it his way. I don't I don't see any problem with it. It's gonna, It might take a while. For people to understand that um, he's not surrounded by the best supporting cast as far as scoring goes. Uh, it's just him and Oladipo. And then you have Roberson, which is a defender. You have Adams, Cantor. These are guys. Cantor can score. You know, he's known for scoring. He's not a good defender either. But Adams, who's not really a scorer. I mean, the, deep, the, the team is set up for him to have to do this. He knew that. He said, I'm going to have to make an adjustment when the season came in. Was right. and He meant by that is I had to do a lot more because – and a lot of these guys are still, like, trying to learn how to win, especially Oladipo. I was high hopes for him. He's starting to come on. But it, it's they, not, they never been in a situation here where 
they're going to have this type of attention on them. And they're expected, some people are expecting them to finish top five, some are not, but there's expectations, period. And they want to, he wants to prove a point, but he's bringing them along. Like, I'm seeing this guy, like, the intensity he has is just inspiring everybody. Like, Oladipo, uh, Roberson, the guys, like, the, the energy they're playing with is because of him. It's just, it, it spreads like that. MJ had the same thing, Kobe had the same thing. Um, LeBron has it in his, you know, his kind of way. Wade has it in his way. It's just, you play with them, you want to play better. And I think that's, to, him, to me, that's why he's, like, my MVP by far. MJ, it's just what he's doing to these other guys. MJ had Pippen. Kobe had Shaq. They typically, when when KD was in Oklahoma City, he was Batman to Russell Westbrook's Robin. Now Westbrook is Batman, who's going to be Robin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what he's waiting on. Who's going to step up right now? I don't see. I mean, it's they're trying to do it collectively, which that will work for some time. But somebody's got to step up and help him out because every I, – I look, I think he can, like, average triple-double for at least – 20 or so more games. I mean, he, the way he's playing, he can do it. But if it, playoff time, it's not – that doesn't matter anymore. It's just you need somebody else to help out and be, like, at least a 20-point scorer, I don't, at least. I don't think I don't think Russell Westbrook can have a Robin coexist. Yeah. Go ahead. No, nah, no. Nah, I just think with this playing style, he can't He can't have, like, a, a sidekick. I agree with you. It's, it, you know, we saw it. Like, it didn't work. <laughs> That's had, the entire yeah. reason why he's averaging triple-double He literally right had, the be- like, a top-five player on his team right. with him, and he right. just – I mean, it didn't it, work. It, it just doesn't work. He needs well, one he if he want to win a championship. He just – no, he just needs guys – like, if he was on the Hawks right now, they would win the East. That's – he needs that kind of team around him, right? Guys that are just – so, like, a Dwight Howard could be his Robin? Yeah. No, because the way you guys are describing it, it's like LeBron can go to any team the same way that, if we're going to say in this context, LeBron can go to any team and he automatically makes them a winner because the guys around him just, he has that type of effect on them. Even if they're not all that, I mean, he took the cast team who were terrible before he got there and made them what they were. We all see that. And the Westbrook probably has the same type of effect on people. I'm not no. not saying – no, but, dude, this team, without him, look at the roster. There is no way they should even be – they're now they're the fifth seed right no, now. I, I, there is no way. I get it. But I don't think a Robin – that might – to be honest, that might not be necessary. When I mean a 20-point scorer, that doesn't mean he has to be a Robin to that. that to me, that's not even a Robin. That's just somebody that contributes – I mean, can at least help him – take some pressure off what he does every game. But it doesn't need to be Robin. He doesn't need a Robin. He just needs a guy that's going to be there with him offensively a little bit. Just same, a little bit. That's not a Robin. Like a Robin points. is what him and, and KD, that's two that you got two superstars. I don't even think that was a Robin thing. That was just two superstars yeah. playing together that didn't work. But I mean, it works, him, it works for ahead. LeBron because LeBron's an inclusive superstar. So, yeah. like, he, he enhances everybody else's mental approach to the game as well as you he know, makes everybody I, else unselfish is what you're right. saying. Right. Yeah. He 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 makes them understand the game and he he's willing to step back and let somebody else have their time when it's when when they're when they're hot. He he'll he'll defer a little bit. Yeah. Russell Westbrook's not a defer. He's hundred percent Westbrook. But yeah. he's like he's but and that's what we saw the same thing with Kobe. If you're not coming along with him, he's gonna bring you along. Which I don't everybody leads in different ways. But if that's if these guys are not which the guys he's playing with, if they're not understanding how to win games and how tough it is to win games in this league, especially in the West, then this is what he he's trying to show them right now. This is what you have to do. But Adam said himself, I was reading that about Adams. It's just like he said when I play with him, I feel like there's every night there's a chance to win, and you feel inspired because this guy goes crazy. He's jumping over this. He was describing the way Westbrook plays. It's like it just makes all of them play better. That's all he can do right now is do that. I don't. I don't know, like you're saying, I don't know how long um, 
until he needs one of them to, to you know to have to step up. But for right now, it's working. But I know playoff time, he's going to need it. But I don't know how long this season is, is going to take for them somebody else to have to step up because, I mean, they locked in with with, with Oladipo and Adams. They gave him the big money. So those are the guys yeah. that people are relying on to be there. Why did they give Adams a big contract? <laughs> Adams is a he's, well, he's a big dude in the West who can play. Keep, keep and, the uh, the stash bros together. Yeah. Stash bros. What about that? I don't know. Mm. I, don't I would have used him as trade bait because there's some. He's a valuable big man. I would have traded for. They, him. OKC I mean, has like five big men. They're like they Utah. Do. Yeah. Utah and OKC just have like seven footers for no reason. And, and to me, that was smart though. They saw the Warriors go small, so they're like, we're just gonna stay big. That's the that's the way you beat the Warriors. You gotta stay big. You don't go adjust to them. So just stay stay so big. They did big, and we see where they're at. Are we, I don't think we're that big. Uh, Muscala. Um, Why is only six ten? Muscala. Muscala no, no, Dwight, Dwight, Dwight's like seven foot. No. Dwight's like seven, six Rashad, 11. Rashad, we stand next least. to him, man. We stand at least 6'11". No, he's not. He took it. No, the, the, the man's a seven foot. That's what the roster foot. says. But no, he's sick. We stood next. He's like 6'9", 6'10". No, he's not no 6'9". Dog, it's been, it's like, it's known. He's not. We thought, look, immediate day, we walked past him. I was like, that's not a seven footer. He's, he's We've not, seen seven foot before. That's he's not, not six nine. He's six. With shoes off, they say he is six nine. With shoes on, he's six ten. That's it. He's not a seven footer. That's why he plays. That's why a lot of times he's over. I mean, he's not. Look, last night Andre was bigger than. I mean, Andre's a lot bigger than him. He's a lot longer than him. I, I think. I think Dwight slimmed down. That's a whole nother thing. He, he looks. He does look slimmer. Yeah. But anyway, that's not, anyway. Yeah. Westbrook. Let's get back to Westbrook. Westbrook but yeah. no, no. But okay, so. MVP is he's I mean him or Harden is that you guys MVP like oh, it's, it's definitely Westbrook, Westbrook. okay yeah. Harden's Harden, pushing though Har, no Harden's like twelve assists a game I don't know how he gets it but it's fraud man yeah if you watch the well games. could you say the same for Westbrook is it fraud are there, nah, are there assists nah, fraud nah. because look they had Westbrook, the highest Westbrook, usage rate Westbrook, Westbrook is I don't know it's like Westbrook always has the ball in his hands both so of them his, yeah, yeah 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 Harden always has the ball but. Harden's like if you just watch the games, it's different with the eye test. It's not him running the offense. It's him seeing somebody open and say, "Oh, I can get an assist yeah, yeah. here." Exactly. It's all casual assist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, no, I mean, stats. Harden needs to apologize to the base guard. Yeah, well, hey, he won in the base guard. He won in the bay of the night. That was probably the best game of the season by far. I have to say that. Oh was yeah, really yeah. Good. That no, was a good no, game. I don't know. I don't uh, know. That was the best televised game the, the, of the least. Because the, the second overtime was pretty trash. Oh yeah, I mean, I think by then. I mean, what Steph was already—he's already fouled out. Yeah, so yeah. That, you know, that kind of took out. away. And KD, like, KD disappeared. Yeah. Did, did you guys already talk about that? Like how concerning Golden State looked in the second overtime? Because no. you still no. have Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond but Green they look, on the floor. They look out of sync. And you still can't get someone to put the ball in the hole. Yeah, they couldn't. Yeah. That, that that don't make no sense. No. Come on, get no. it together, Golden State. Well, I mean, that, to me, that's nobody's fault but KD. He came there, and that was his moment to like—he had—he took like four or five shots in the second it's, one, and he Steph, missed. Steph got him to the second overtime. Yep. You can't. Yeah, he was the reason why they got back in the game. Period. Exactly. He just took so, over because the rest of them were off. Draymond was doing what Draymond does, playing hard and all that. But the rest and, of the and, team, and Clay was really off. You know, for a game in November, it reminded me. Or oh, I guess it's December. Um, a game in December, it reminded me, or like it concerned me for for the playoffs, because this is uh, these are exactly the games you're going to see in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. When when it comes down to it, if Steph Curry's in foul trouble, if Steph Curry's struggling. Uh, so you think you think that they up. have a complex there that's like Wade and LeBron did? Maybe they don't know who's the guy to give the ball to? Uh, I don't know if it's who's, like, it's Kevin Durant. It should be. Yeah. Like, he's the third but best Steph player was, in the world. Then again, I would give it to Steph. Steph was playing, especially. If, well, no, 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 f- no. I'm saying, like, if Steph is off. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. You, you know, like, yeah. if you're in a position, like, to take it overtime again. Yeah. You got to get it to the third best player in the world, Kevin Durant. 
But if Durant isn't hitting shots, if he's being passive about it, just like he was in OKC, which he did, he did earlier this week, Man, he did do that. Then, then what? What? How are you guys gonna get better? Yeah. It, it, it's weird, but it looks you, like Golden State was better last year. Did you right did now. you see, you know, any of that, you know, with Draymond? Draymond was saying the other day, he was saying that guys were just standing around and watching the Steph Curry show and the Kevin Durant show. Do you think it's kind of killed their ball movement, which made them so great, you know, in the first place? I think what it does oh, – go ahead. I, I, think, I think Durant kills the ball movement more than Steph. I think Steph yeah. – Steph yeah. does what Steph has always done. It's yeah. like, you know, if Steph sees something, he going to shake up the man and then he going to pull up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. If uh, if Durant doesn't see something or he's waiting to see something, he's going to wait until he sees something. You know what I'm saying? So. And, and even, like, I think what it does, watching Clay, I think it puts more pressure on Clay. You can't make shots when you're tight. So, like, Clay knows he's only getting a certain amount of shots a game. So when you see him shoot, it kind of like he's like, all right, I might as well. When I'm watching him, I'm, it looks like he's just shooting because he's thinking I might not get it. Clay, 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 looks, Clay looks like he lost his confidence. Yeah, this completely. Because he knows he's he, not he getting does, the same looks. He's getting. It, it's, yeah, yeah, you're not getting the same looks it's, anymore. It's, uh, well, a lot of people like on Twitter, like they made fun of. You know, he doesn't have Bogan to set illegal screens for him. Nah, you know? <laughs> that's facts. That's but, facts. But Bogan I mean, going. but Thompson is like, it's a whole different player, man. He doesn't look confident when he shoots anymore. Like, it's usually automatic for Thompson and Curry. Hmm. I mean, Curry still looks the same. You think but Kevin Durant's think, presence has kind of chipped away? I think Durant's number of shots, what well, all of you were pretty much getting at, I think the number of his shots. And it, it seems like Durant needs high ISO to to just yeah. you know have he the game up that the, he wants. They use him to post up in you know a lot of those situations. Right, right. There. So and that takes away from Clay's opportunities yep. in it. So Clay's like, oh, you know, like you said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I only got this chance to make it, and every time I get it, I gotta make it because you know, yeah. even if it's not a good shot, he's gonna shoot he's it because he's just like right. the confidence isn't there. When you, I think it's different when you know coming into the last three years for Clay, it's like I know I have a responsibility. It kind of. For each player, it kind of gives them like that extra boost, knowing that they have to be there every night to score twenty or whatever. Now he's like, okay, I don't really have to do that every night, or do I? And it's kind of like he's kind of just lost because you don't know what to expect every night. So for him, it's kind of like, what the hell do I do? Like, you saw the whole video of him drinking the beer after the game and all that. <laughs> he looks like he just don't care. He's like, because it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm just showing up to the games. I'm playing defense. I'm kind of getting some good looks, but. It's kind of like he's slipping to that Harrison Barnes world. Uh, you know well, what I mean? Well, like he's like so HB like, was. Uh, like, like Kevin Love. At some yeah. Point, at yeah. some point, you know, Steve Kerr is going to have to show how good of a genius coach he is. and Include like, all of them? He's going to have to make a <laughs> lineup change. You could you could just keep Clay with the I'm tired for people unit. coming for Steve Kerr, I mean, man. No, Let man. that man live. Right? Hey, you know, <laughs> they said he smoked weed to help his back out, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He, he said, he, said <laughs> he smoked it um, like two, two times in the last year and a half. That's, that's my dream right But he's there. from California, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know where. Is oh, California yeah. legal? Is it? I th- yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 after yeah. This, yeah. So he's he's just doing what it's, what's there for him. Yeah. He's just smoking that kush. But um, yeah, no, nah, I don't I don't see. I mean, the fun the fun thing is they're still gonna get all these wins and pile it up. Yeah. Probably sixty wins, you know, yeah, 50, but, 60 but wins. But the big but thing that we're looking at is right like, yeah, exactly. Uh, the playoffs. KD's when? gonna have to play the four, and they're gonna have to bring either Draymond or Clay off the bench. 
It's just gonna have to happen. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's the only way. Well, no, 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 no. They don't have to play. I hate this whole Clay coming off the bench. Somebody's gonna have to come off it the bench. It doesn't matter. You, about you the... can't have an All Star team as your starting unit. I mean, it just doesn't work. I mean, it's pretty. It is, and it's gonna be fun. Flashy. But well, we said, gonna... look, we said the same thing about the Heat. Like no, we two, didn't. three years. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. We but just the, said the, you the, have the, those the, three the guys. The Heat didn't have an All Star. They didn't have an All Star lineup. They had Wade and LeBron. Okay, and then you have Mario Chalmers and Joel. I get that, but okay, but there were two spots that you could just play with. With the same. Thing we said about them, we're saying about these guys, they can't rebound, right? The Heat couldn't rebound, right? They were always too small. Same thing with these guys here, and they still, the Heat still won whatever 50 or so games. No, it's not. How is it not the same thing? And Spolstra figured out how to play because they have these... to no, go. No, okay, wait, real quick. All... They have to play better defense. That's all Golden State needs to do is play better yeah, defense because true. the Heat was a dominant defensive team. That's why maybe they were able to get okay. good shots. But, but, but going down to the defense, it's still at the end of the game. If you know you have a situation like I forgot which one it was, was it Game Five, Game Six in the finals when when Curry got ejected, yep. throwing the mouthpiece? Mm-hmm. When when you have a situation like that, because you're gonna have a situation like that, Draymond can't stop kicking. Yep. When Draymond's out the game <laughs> and Steph Curry's out the game, and you need to win in the playoffs and the finals, and Kevin Durant, it's up to Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, and both of them can't get nothing going on at the end of the game right now because Klay don't have no confidence. And Durant's still playing like he does in OKC, which was the problem, which is why they couldn't get by Golden State, which is why they couldn't get by uh, Miami or whatever to get a championship. Then, you know, what's the problem? I mean, I'm we're back to square one. You know what I'm so saying? So you think KD— you, you, We're still depending on Steph Curry and Draymond Green. I, I told, yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. At the end of the day, to me, it comes back to still Steph. Steph right now is taking less shots than he's taken the last couple of years, obviously. And he's, he's still KD, dominating. And he's if still— you, Exactly. He's mm-hmm. so efficient. I think he's more efficient than— than uh, than Durant, so I think he's the guy you want to have the ball at the towards the end of the game. Yeah, no matter what you say, I know I know Katie's unguardable as far as size and all that goes, but there's I mean I'm not going based off of just that game this week, but it's you in don't know playoffs. what you're gonna get. Yeah, you don't know how aggressive he's gonna be. Sometimes that aggressiveness is not there, and we spent all these years blaming Westbrook on it, and I'm happy this is gonna happen this season because now we're you can't blame Westbrook no more. Uh, I'm gonna say it right now. Up, I'm gonna say it right now in December. One game in the playoffs is gonna come down to this and. Draymond's going to be out, and Steph Curry's going to be out, and Kevin Durant going to end up passing the ball to Andre Iguodala to take the last shot. My gosh. Oi. I, call, I called it right now right, in December. Right now. Yeah, book it. it it's it's mm. going to happen in the playoffs. And you can't give it to Clay because his confidence is gone. Exactly. And I mean, that's, that's why I say you bring right. somebody off the bench to get him more shots just... to get him more confidence. No, okay, so then Clay, Clay Thompson is their key. Clay Thompson is their guy that's, yeah. first of all, he's their best, probably their best wing defender. Yeah, by far. He's the guy that, you know, after everybody else has stopped, that's the one guy that never really gets completely shut down. No. Because he doesn't have the ball most of the nope. time. It's so kind of harder, yeah. You can't key in. You yeah. can't have a – they're yeah. not going to win the championship if he's not confident. He, and he, he can't believe he gets shot. good looks. And he gets mm. good looks. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, so – He just can't knock him down. It's just – yeah, because it's different. Because, right. like I was saying, just the pressure on him now to make a shot. You got more pressure on you when you have less shots. Like, that's just that – we take for granted what LeBron and Wade and all them did. They were so efficient, but it's like that's not easy to do. I don't think their offense right. is flowing. No. Like, that Heat team offense was flowing. It's not there yet. But I mean, they're still, and it's fun. I mean, they're still top of the West. So I mean, they after all that, they're still number one. They could, they, you know, like they, they sink. They oh sent us Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah, this dude's trying to get messed up for anything, for a bag of chips, bag of cookies. Hey, hey I'll take it, man. Hey, we, we can't get nothing on the wings. We can't get nothing on the wings. Like oh. I, I thought, Prince was the answer. Prince came in, shot about three air balls last yep, night, he man. Did. He did. I mean, Brent, 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 Brent can't get pitch. nothing going. 
They, I mean, even though Josh he got Childers. 30 in uh, the D League and they called him back up in a uh, couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Josh Childers still played for the He did. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He does. You know, he came back over from Greece. And yeah, he pretended like he was, you know, gone. He just came back. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm going, I mean, we're all going to keep a close eye on the Warriors and what they do because uh, they're going to be the most scrutinized team and it might be overblown sometimes, but um, their weaknesses, man, are are just week by week. It seems just more glaring. They're just that game versus Houston was showing me a lot. Where you have a Houston team that doesn't play any defense, <laughs> yeah, and they lost pretty much a shootout, which is weird because Golden State, you're not gonna last year, two years ago, you're not losing a, you're not gonna beat beat them in a shootout, and they lost that that game, which to me I could not stop watching because they couldn't get any rebounds. They were just getting out hustled. They got yeah. out hustled that game completely, and it's. They gotta if they gotta get a trade or not. They keep saying that Bogut. They don't miss Bogut that much. I think they do. I think they can keep fronting like they don't. Oh, I, I didn't even know Zeely was gone. Yeah, Zeely's gone. He tweeted uh, about Draymond during the game. I said, "Wait, Zeely, what?" Yeah, you think and he's playing? I, right? I clicked on his page. I seen a Portland. I said, "What?" Okay, yeah. so they done lost their whole bench. Yep, they mm-hmm. not. They gonna miss Barbosa. That's another thing. They're replacing uh, Barbosa with a a number zero, the boy with the headband. Yep. He's not better than Barbosa. So, I mean, that's why you bring one of the stars off the bench. To me, their Mm -hmm. bench was the reason why they got that whole streak they had last year and everything. That, to me, the bench was the key because they would come in and just completely expand on that lead. Like, they'll give them like a 15 point lead, dude. And it's just like they come back in, the offense like pile on top of it. They don't have that anymore. So now the offense. KD and them, they got more pressure than they think before the season started. It's just, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Not, might even won. bring Kevin Durant off the bench. That's they might. They're going to bring somebody. The, somebody might have to come off get, that get, bench. Get Kevin I hate Durant. having to say that. Like, get, 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 give yeah. Kevin Durant his, his own unit. Yeah. I think Clay needs his let own Ste- unit. Let Steph Curry get his own unit. Like uh, Kevin Durant get his own. So you think you think Steph and and Clay should stay together and KD get his own unit? Yep. I mean, let them let them let them exist. <laughs> let them exist on the team together, but work separately. True, true. Yeah, it did. I guess keep them together. We thought it was supposed to be Steph and KD would have been, but I guess now it's just it's it's. I mean, I I feel for Clay because I'm like, damn, this dude cannot. K- KD. Can't get a good look if you like paid for it. He dude. can get a K- good look K- in Atlanta. K- K- KD's oh, yeah, getting uh, a lot of the looks Millsap that Clay Thompson used to get. So those uh, right. uh, KD's getting a lot of the looks that uh, Clay Thompson used to get. Yes. When, when they get the offensive rebounds and they kick it out, and one of the stars is open, is usually Kevin Durant, and he knocks it down. He's so like efficient right now. Man, his, I think he's shooting like what plus fifty four percent from the field. Like That's it's crazy, crazy, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but. We'll see how that finishes up, man. Episode 17 of the A-League Podcast. Rashad made it in, peoples. The street continues. The street continues, man. That's dedication right there. I see you, boy. Uh, A-League Podcast. Twitter is at A-League1. Um, my Twitter is eaboa 5 Check out hawkshoop.com. Got some cool stuff on there. Check out the website, ericyboa.com. That's where I'm at. What's happening? Uh, RashadMilligan.com. That's it. Oh, what? That's it. Yeah. That's all. I know. What? <laughs> huh? Come again? That's all you got? Come on, man. Rashad, what are you tripping on? Okay. I know you're on Black Planet or something. What's your answer? Put your that, Black Planet out you there. Got? Put your Black Planet out there. Because once I start, you sure? All right, that's it. Wow. All right, wow. That's a surprise. Wow. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, I, 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 I wasn't even expecting to make this show, so. That's true, though. Oh, oh it's the 17th episode, 1017. Yeah, they done free uh, Gucci. 
Man, you already know what it is. It's about to be 2017. We're about to get it popping. <laughs> yeah. There you uh, go. That's the we know. This is Jeremy Johnson, uh, Clark underscore Kent, 70, underscore 75. Uh, this is my Twitter. Uh, yeah. Give me your phone number, too. Say your phone number. No, I can't do all that. <laughs> um, Unfortunately. No, I can't do all that. <laughs> Akeem Balaam, A-K-I-E-M-B-A-I-L-U-M, on Twitter and the gram. You know where I'm at and at AkeemBalaam.com. Check it out. A-Lee Podcast. Peace. Check my style. Check, check. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out, watch out.